All right, we're recording now, just so you know. Excellent. Yeah, okay. so um, I had to say I am very excited for Moon Knight, Tim. This the I, Disney the Disney Plus Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah, we haven't talked about this at all, really. Um, I know you're not like super duper. Um, it's not I don't know anything about Moon Knight, right. to be honest it, with you. I right. I know very little about Moon Knight. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I I love the trailer though. I gotta say, I I like the I like the vibe. I like the um I like the what's real and what's not stuff. So sell me ish. Sell me on this because the trailer didn't do a ton for me. I'm not going to lie. As totally an outsider, cool. it yep. didn't do a ton for me. I like Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Um, I love Ethan Hawke. But as I'm sitting there watching it, I oh. like the costume a lot. And I like yeah. um, I like, uh, I like like comic books. I like superhero movies. I'm going to watch this because it's a Disney Plus show and I watch all of them. But yeah. sell me on it. Yeah. So, all right. So Moon Knight is uh, Mark Spector is his is the, the character's name that's who Oscar uh, brother of phil uh, but of course um he is a mercenary and uh, like a mercenary for hire ex-military guy who is on a mission in um egypt and his mission leader is kind of a kind of a nut job and uh gets a little too murderous when they're trying to raid this egyptian tomb for 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 loot right they're just trying to do it for money basically and Spectre stands up for these people that, that uh, this guy is um, uh, going to kill. And because he's, he's a mercenary, but he's got a, you know, he's got a moral code. He's not a complete psycho or anything. And okay. um, uh, this guy, Bushman, uh, Bushman is, uh, is the, the leader of the crew. And he uh, kills Mark Spectre. And uh, as Mark Spectre is dying... Um, at the feet of a statue of the Egyptian god Khonshu, um, god of uh, the moon, um, at, he springs back to life. And what happens is he starts taking on the role of Moon Knight to, in service of the god Khonshu to, uh, you know, uh, claim vengeance on on uh, ne'er do wells, right, on bad guys. Okay. So, but here's the here's the selling point. Here's why I love Moon Knight is Moon Knight's got not one, not two, but three secret identities. So he's Mark Spector, who is the, the who he, that's, that's who he was born as. That's the mercenary, right? There is Jake Lockley, who is a New York City cabbie, who gets in, uh, gets in the dirt and the grime of New York City and has a lot of informants and stuff working for him on the streets, including this really cool homeless dude named Crowley, who uh, uh, keeps him informed about the, uh, what's going on uh, in the darkest corners of, of New York City. And then he's got a third um, uh, secret identity called Stephen Grant, who is this you know, multi-billionaire industrialist, has a stick mansion and, and gadgets and stuff. Very Batman-esque, right? But what you discover as the comics move on and as we get further into like the 2000s versions of the character is that each of these uh, secret identities, Jake Lockley, and uh, Stephen Grant and Moon Knight really is its own kind of identity um, are actually um, they're actually alters. Uh, they're actually parts of uh, Mark Spector has uh, DID uh, dissociative identity disorder, which is a okay. real, a real thing. Um, and he has multiple personalities. And so it's not, uh, you find that he wasn't just uh, using these um, alternate uh secret identities as a way to um 
to cover more ground as a crime fighter, but that they're actually, he's actually snapping in between these various uh, uh, parts of his persona, right? So the, the cool part about the comic and the story of the character is that you never quite know what's real and what's not. Um, did he actually die at the feet of the statue in, back in Egypt? And was he resurrected by a, a moon god? Um, or is this all in his head? Um, is this all something that's part of his broken psyche? Um, and him battling with being a hero, but also with the dark impulses he has from these different identities and the voices in his head that may or may not be an actual Egyptian God telling him to go, uh, seek vengeance at night and all these things. Um, it's, it's even cool cause he's got a, uh, the, the more full the moon is, the stronger Mark Spector is, um, okay. physically stronger. So with the, the waxing of the moon, he becomes stronger. But once again, that's another thing where there's a question of like, is that just in his head too? Like, like, does he believe so hard that he is, that he's imbued with these, these, like, uh, these gifts from Kanshu that like, he's actually manifesting. It's very split. Um, uh, the, the M night Shyamalan movie. Um, Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know where he's going. Okay. So who is, uh, who's Ethan Hawke? Who's Arthur Harrow? Uh, yeah. So, okay. So yeah, the subtitles, I guess in the trailer say that Ethan Hawke's character is, is Arthur Harrow or Harrow. And, um, that's a one-off villain from like one issue of Moon Knight. Um, who didn't do a lot in the books on account of being in one issue. I think that they are taking the name Arthur Harrow and giving it to another comic book character that Moon Knight battled with called uh, the Sun King. Uh, I think they're kind of doing like an amalgamation of the two characters, I guess. Uh, Sun King doesn't have an actual name. He's only known as like Patient 61 in the comics because he's uh, he was a mental patient. Um, so he never gets a secret, like an identity, like an actual name. So I think they're giving him the Arthur Harrow name, just like, I, I guess, give the character a little bit more. Um, you you know, this guy's bad. I'm looking, I'm looking at him right now. I'm looking at um, huh. Ethan Hawke right now, a picture of him yeah. online. And you know, this guy is bad news because he's got, he's got the long hair, kind of like stringing crazy long hair, but he's also he like a, like a true psychopath. He buttons the top button on his shirt and he's not like wearing a tie. He's just, he's got it all the way buttoned up. What a crazy person. I know it's scary. It's just, you can't trust somebody like that. <laughs> no. What is going on with this guy? <laughs> you so, see yeah, this guy so, walking down the street, you run the other way. Yeah. You, you, you avoid. Um, yeah. But yeah, so the sun King is, uh, another uh, guy who basically has his own <laughs> very serious uh, mental issues and also thinks he is imbued with the power of an Egyptian God who is at war with uh, Kanchu, which Mark believes he is imbued with. So it's this like battle of like, uh, are they fighting on a higher level that the higher level they think they're fighting on for some sort of higher cause? Or are they both just kind of, uh, I guess, out of their minds in a lot of ways, right? Um, I've got a panel in front of me that has Arthur in it. He says, there now, you gaping fool. I hope <laughs> Hawk gets the line. <laughs> gaping fool is not a uh, not an insult you see thrown aloud at around a lot. Yeah, you gotta give, him, <laughs> gotta give old Arthur Harrow credit for that one. Gaping <laughs> is usually found by some, uh, followed by something else now. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the darkest corners of the internet. Um <laughs> But, uh, or the uh, yeah, the family video adult room. Yeah, that too. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, so we're not 100% sure exactly uh, who Ethan Hawke is playing, despite the fact that I think they're using Arthur Harrow as just a name, and he's going to be probably be Sun King from the comics, or some people are saying he's going to be Dracula, which is fun. Um, yeah, will Werewolf by Night be in this? Uh, it's possible that at least his human alter ego pops up. I mean, you know, Moon Knight as a character first appeared in Werewolf by Night, the comics. Um, that was where he first showed up uh, as an adversary of Werewolf by Night. So I wouldn't be completely shocked to see uh, Gal Garcia Bernal po- like pop up at some point here. Um, yeah, we've got a movie coming, right? That's what it is. It's like a Disney Plus movie that's coming. It is a, it is a, it is a Halloween special. It is an hour-long Halloween special. Okay. So what do you the, think that is? Do you think that's just like a test the waters thing I for the character? I think it's something fun that they can make an event thing on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I think a lot of people have a nostalgia for those holiday specials that we used to have that we don't have as often anymore. Um, when it comes okay. to like uh, network TV, like there, there were, used to be like all sorts of, you know, they'd, they'd play a horror movie as like a Halloween special or something. And, and they, don't, they don't, like, you don't see as much of that anymore. You see a lot of Christmas like variety stuff still like um, on network TV. But like, I don't know, I think there's a nostalgia for that kind of thing, holiday specials. And I think that it's just, I think it's something they're definitely wanting to, um, dip into the the horror or supernatural um, kind of corner of the Marvel stuff. I mean, uh, you know, they're doing a new Blade, obviously. I think everybody's aware of that. Um, and I think that this is both a fun way to have a, an event on Disney Plus that people can look forward to around the Halloween season. And I think it's also kind of a slick way to um, throw another... Uh, supernatural horror hero um, into the the Marvel, the MCU, right? So, yeah, I think we're we're certainly, I think we and we've talked about this a little bit. I think off air, maybe even on air. Um, I think they're certainly building to some variation of the Midnight Suns, which is the kind of the uh, the Avengers of the horror uh, corner of Marvel. Um, I'm a big fan of of that series and that team. And I think, uh, Jack Russell, it's so great that werewolf by night's real name is Jack Russell. It's so perfect. Um, is that who Bernal is playing? Cause I know there are a couple, <sighs> there's werewolf a couple by werewolf by nights. I don't know. I'll be honest with uh. you. I kind of hope he's Jack Russell cause it's so funny. Um, <laughs> but there are a couple different versions. So, yeah. Mm. But with, uh, Mahershala Ali doing blade, I know at the uh, spoilers for Eternals uh, in the end credits, uh, there's a scene where Kit Harrington's character um, finds the sword that will eventually make him become Black Knight, who's another um, Marvel character that has kind of uh, supernatural elements to him. And my understanding is there's a voice. I've not actually seen the end credits yet. I haven't made that far, but I've, I've heard about this. Um, there's a voice as he goes to reach for the sword that says something about like, uh, is warns him about the sword or something. Some sort of. Am I right about this? You've seen. Uh, oh, do not sort of do not <laughs> do not uh do not quiz me on this movie. Okay, uh, I watched this two months ago. Okay, uh, yeah, <laughs> on vacation uh, on a cruise ship at okay. like it was like midnight when I watched this, and it was just because I I needed a break. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. Um, there's apparently a voice that calls out to him as he reaches for the sword and says something like, "Are you sure you're ready for that?" Or 
uh, oh don't, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, don't touch it or something that was mahershala ali as blood. okay so um it seems i remember like, this now yeah because okay. i texted you and i asked you like what is what's happening here what is the sword yeah. why is why is blade void why why do i hear blade's voice yeah, yeah, um, yeah okay so it seems like they're setting up you know you've got blade coming uh moon knight in march uh they've set up at least a little bit black knight in the eternals movie we've got werewolf by night coming uh, there's some pretty heavy rumors out there that are, it's not confirmed, but that uh, Norman Reedus is playing some version of Ghost Rider in something coming up here. Um, so they are definitely... Do you like that casting? I'm curious what you think of that I casting. I do, actually. So okay. I haven't. I don't have a problem with that. I actually think... I actually think Norman Reedus is a pretty talented actor. Um, I just think that he has been very lost in, and I'm not, this is not a, I mean, he's making a lot of money on the walking dead. I'm not mad for him or at him. Um, but I think he's been kind of, uh, stuck in walking dead world for a while. I think he's more, I think he's a, I think he's a solid actor. And I, I think a lot of people are poo pooing it because it's Norman Reedus and he's Daryl on the walking dead and blah, blah, blah. And I get that, but I, I do, I, I think it's fun. I think Johnny blaze, if they do go with Johnny blaze, he'd be a good choice for that. I, uh, he, Norman Reedus totally, I think, would be a believable like uh, stunt motorcycle rider that works at like uh, traveling stunt shows. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm like, right. okay, yeah. Norman Reedus seems like that guy. So if they go with Johnny Blaze, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm down with it. Um, but uh, yeah, man. I mean, like, I love you know, I love superhero stuff. I love horror, obviously. Um, and so I think the two actually can blend really well and really cool. Um, and I think that if, uh, I don't expect any of this stuff to be like hard R or anything like that. And I'm actually, I don't think it needs to be. Um, but, uh, cause like you look at like the Hellboy movies were PG 13 and I think those worked as horror superhero stories. Um, I haven't seen that David Harbour one, but the, the Del Toro one certainly. Um, and I think you could do, I think you could do a really cool, whether it's a show or a movie of, of these kind of, uh, this corner of those of the the universe uh, in some sort of team up fighting some sort of evil demon or demigod or something cool like that. It could be fun. It could be fun. So I'm down for it, man. But I'm really excited for Moon Knight. I hope I've maybe sold you a little bit more on it um, than uh, than the trailer did. Uh, I think it's going to be. Um, I, I'm hearing that they were inspired by Memento, that the Christopher Nolan movie. Um, okay. In terms of having a bit of an unconventional uh, narrative, you know what I mean. Um, and it seems like the trailer is pointing towards that, where he doesn't really know who he is at first. Like he's, he's. Um, it seems like he's living in living as one of his alternate personalities, and doesn't even realize that he was Mark Spector, <laughs> which is kind of right. interesting. I think it would be kind of cool to watch that mystery unfold and watch him discover who he is and stuff. Plus there's that really cool shot that I'm sure even you thought was pretty cool of the, uh, Oh, I didn't like hate this trailer. I was underwhelmed. I think. Yeah. The creepy bird skull thing walking towards him in that hallway. And then the okay. old la- it turns into the old lady. Yeah. That they could get cool with the, some of the spooky imagery and stuff in it. So plus it Benson and Moorhead are directing, uh, I do like that. That's yeah. That's at least some of it. So yeah, I, that's, um, they did a couple episodes of that Archive 81 show that I just finished up on Netflix yeah. that I thought was I thought was really solid 
but I mean, it's a streaming show. I think it, it takes a little, it took a little bit for me to get into it, kind of get into the groove of it. And some of it I felt was a little long, but their stuff, I I believe they directed like the middle portion of it was very good. And I mean, the whole show was very good. So I would, I would recommend that too, for people that are fans of, um, uh, what are their movies? Uh, Spring. Oh yeah. The Endless. uh, the Endless um, was the one I was uh, blanking on. Uh, they did yeah. the Signal too, correct? That was them. So, um, yeah, very cool. They did. They did a uh, uh, syn- Synchronic, uh, which was the Netflix movie with Mackie Anthony yeah, Mackie. I, yeah, I didn't see that, but yeah. So yeah, they're very talented. Very excited for that. Um, yeah. Hey, cool. you know what else I'm excited for? I need to just get it out there to you real quick before uh-huh. I move forward. Is uh, I texted you last night about this, Tim, and uh, dude, I. You, everybody that has listened to our show for any length of time knows how much and how much you as well love uh, conventions, right? And horror yeah. conventions in particular. Yeah. And uh, Horror Hound is coming back to Cincinnati in March. Yeah, I'm bringing I'm bringing up on my end too. I'm bringing up the website right now. So oh. okay, okay. So don't uh, don't sell me on this because I'm sold. Sell my wife on this. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> so, okay. we can, so we can so go play this one back for. Be right for the wife. Yeah. Oh no, so, she listens to every episode religiously. So. Excellent. Beautiful. You will hear this. Yeah. Um. So if you're listening, um, which it sounds like you are, yeah, this is going to be killer. Like, so horror hound. We went one year, and I think we all had a really good time. Um. I remember. Um. The with the only exception being the morning after I ate a rattlesnake burrito. Ooh, but, look out. Look, Look out! out. <laughs> you gotta be well. They're not around anymore, but don't uh, you probably can order off menu up at T Bell. My uh, stomach was on fire the next morning. It was terrible. <laughs> what was a rattlesnake burrito? It was steak, dude. It was like steak on a burrito with a ton of cheese. A jalapeno. They, they had it, so many jalapenos dude, on that. Dude, it was like it was like six full peppers on there, <laughs> and then like they had some sort of like super hot chipotle sauce on, like doused. I mean, it was dripping with jalapeno juice and i like you were smart and scraped some of your jalapenos off of yours I, yeah and then i took your extra jalapenos and ate those too <laughs> like i don't know well okay so like you and i were drinking that night uh that was another thing on top of it yeah we were drinking, drinking and then eating at the convention all day oh no we went to was that did we go to cracker world okay mm-hmm. okay okay yeah so we, we, had, we, went, we ate like greasy spicy taco bell stayed up super late watching triple mania which is oh the big, lucha libre uh, a lucha libre event and drank and it was not a good mix um <laughs> it was not a good mix i don't remember either one of us feeling great the next morning but i remember i was feeling really bad the next morning yeah um and i think the jalapenos are what did me in but anyway so we had a ton of fun uh the year we went to horror hound i think you and i would both agree that it's probably the best horror con we've been to, right? I mean, we've been to a few now, um, and I love our local stuff for sure, and I think they do an amazing job, and it gets better every year. But I think that Horror Hound definitely was was a notch above in terms of the scale, certainly of the. I would agree. Yeah, yeah, it just felt like a big deal to me. Um, and this year, when it comes to like, like I don't even. I used to go uh, to cons uh, driven by what like celebrity or maybe two did I want to meet and do get an autograph. I like getting, I like meeting and interacting with certain actors, actresses, directors, whoever. I think it's very cool. It's, it's an experience that you don't get to have very often. And I do cherish those experiences. Um, I've got my little wall of autographs down here. 
where we record and, and it's just it's special to me and and i've always enjoyed it ever since i was a kid and um i used to be go to the pick these cons whether or not i was going to go based on on guests and I've, I've stopped doing that as much if i'm being honest even sometimes when i go to cons now i don't even if somebody i'm like kind of thinking about i don't tend to do those as often to, to meet celebrities as often um right. I, I like i like to go for the experience of going i like to go to find cool um one of a kind uh, artwork or um uh props or what, whatever you know just cool stuff that you can't find anywhere else that's what i go for the sights and sounds and one-of-a-kind uh items that you can find at these conventions but this year at horror hound it's like they uh i feel like they're they're catering directly to us tim i really do uh it feels like like we are being um targeted super served here yeah yes our wallets are being targeted tim uh i mean we've got a scream reunion. Now uh, we are. Screaming. They have a scream. Yeah, they have a scream panel as well. I'm looking know, at that right now. I yeah, know. we are scream fans, big fans, especially the original film, but the whole series anyway. And uh, we've been talking. We we did a full uh, summer of scream retrospective, which we uh, recently Tim re released in kind of a, a long form uh, podcast. Check that out. And then of course we we are um, just recently saw the new scream film, and, and we're talking about that as well. But um, Nev Campbell, Skeet Ulrich, and Matthew Lillard are all going to be in attendance, which is really cool. Um, and I'm my understanding is, and who knows, right? But there's a good chance of Jamie Kennedy uh, okay. being there as well. And there's also a pretty good chance uh, – I should mention um, the um, – the stuntman who played Ghostface, uh, Lee Waddell, who played Ghostface in uh, Scream 1 and 2, is also going to be there, which is pretty cool. The guy who was actually in costume, who killed Drew Barrymore and uh, did all sorts of other nastiness. Um, he'll be there as well. But uh, yeah, the rumor is that uh, Jamie Kennedy could be involved and then also uh, Roger Jackson, who okay. is the voice of Ghostface on the phone. So that could be a lot of fun. Um, but I love Scream and you love Scream. It just seems like an obvious, um, I don't know, like they're targeting us. The other stuff they've got going on, uh, Keith David, man, that's like – <laughs> Can I tell you what I – what I like about his uh, what I like about Keith David's um, picture here on the yes. website yes. is not everybody else just has their like live action film credits, but Keith David has um, it looks like the bad guy from Princess and the Frog who he played, and he also has his picture a picture of Goliath from Gargoyles. Hell yeah, and here, <laughs> yes, so very cool. And also on his credits, he's got there's something about Mary which I totally forgot he is in, and he's hilarious. And he has one of the great film lines of all time. <laughs> How'd you get the beans with a Frank? <laughs> That's one of my favorite things ever. Um, so yeah, Keith David, superstar. Incredible. <laughs> um, yeah. Love Keith David. Uh, huge fan of the thing. Huge fan of they live. Uh, big gargoyles fan growing up. I think he's fantastic in platoon. I always forget that he's in platoon because it's got such a huge cast, but he's great in that. Um, he's really funny. And there's something about Mary. He's hilarious on a show that's on Hulu. If you have not checked it out, it's very funny. It's called champagne ill. And he's really, really funny on it. Okay. Um, he's in Pitch Black. I mean, I, I love, I love Keith David, and I would love to meet Keith. David. He's one of those actors where I'm like, yes, like that, hundred percent. 
Um, so that's pretty exciting stuff. And, and Tim, you know, they're doing a, oh, I should mention W Earl Brown, uh, Kenny, the cameraman from the original scream is also going to be there. So that's, that's wow. Yes. Wow. Kenny's going to be there. It's great. Um, they're also doing a bit of a Halloween three reunion, Tim. I see that. Um, no, I see that as yes. well. Tom Atkins will be there. You've met Tom Atkins as have I. Wonderful, wonderful man. Um, Stacey Nelkin, Tom Atkins. I would love uh, to get my uh, Halloween 3 that I have signed by uh, Tom Atkins. I would love to get it signed by Stacey Nelkin as well. Yes, and Tim, Dick Warlock will be there. Uh, right. Uh, and Dick Warlock, of course, was uh, Killer Robot Guy in uh, Halloween 3 as well. As well, he's been, in, he's been in a ton of stuff. He was Michael Myers in Halloween 2 and... Uh, uh, he's done just about every major franchise you can imagine at this point. Lots of work with Carpenter, which is really cool. Ooh, so, Barbeau has her, uh, Barbeau has her Catwoman credit on here too, from the Batman it. animated series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, Adrian Barbeau's there. Love Adrian Barbeau. Um, also, uh, should mention, you know, you got, you got your greats, your Tony Todd's and your Kane Hodder's. Of course you gotta have, gotta have hotter. Cause it's not a convention without, right. without hotter. Um, but uh, they just recently announced uh, Mark Dacascos. Uh, Dacascos. Oh, is he? Uh, there? Is he there? I don't see him on the. Uh... He is not on the site yet. But they just He's announced him today site. on Twitter. Mark Dacascos okay. from Brotherhood of the Wolf, which we have talked about on the show before, which is very exciting. And I should also mention they are doing a. Um, if, if it wasn't enough, Tim, for to have a Scream and Halloween Three reunion, they're doing a Thing reunion, Tim. Yeah, um, I see that. And they've already announced. Beyond Keith David, they've already announced two more of the crew from Outpost 51 will be joining Keith David for a bit of a, a thing reunion. And I think they're doing a panel, a thing panel as well. So this is like, like, this is good stuff. Um, is, Kane's at 100 bucks in costume in Friday the 13th outfit. I think he's doing the part seven costume, I'm pretty sure. Is that what he's doing? Is part seven? Yeah, yep. So. Uh, no, part eight. It says part eight photo. Oh, it part eight? oh he's all yep. black and slimy. Oh, yeah. damn. <laughs> Mad, oh man! What? <laughs> I'm just looking at it. And I'm thinking like I love, I love Part Eight. It, um, oh, I love the costume in Part Eight because he's very waterlogged and soggy. Yeah, boy, oh boy. I wonder if the wife, well, the wife would like a picture with old Kane in this Part Eight costume. In his, in his dripping, like nasty, <laughs> slimy. Um. Yeah, so so that's the thing, right? So Tim, when you go, we, we I asked that because I want to see if she'll split the hundred bucks with me. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'd split it with you. Um, so Tim, when you go to conventions, right? Yeah. You, the, you know, you you love to see cool items that are one of a kind that you can buy there that you'll cherish forever. You and I have both found really cool stuff at, at conventions, horror cons, artwork, and uh, I have a Buddha Godzilla from the last one we went to and just cool, fun stuff that you can't get other places. We know right. that horror hound will have that. We know they will deliver on that, right? Because we've seen it happen before. You also want to go for guests. This is about as good as a guest list is going to get. And they're not done announcing it yet. No, uh, this, these are, but like, yeah. And they're going to fill in the rest with a pretty deep bench probably. So this I'm, is going to be good. This I'm thinking so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking so. I, I think we got another month's worth of announcements to happen. So Oh, yeah. it's, it's only going to get better at this point. I'm already sold on the guest list, so it's only going to get better from there. And then thirdly, like panels, which is something that I don't do as often at conventions that I wish I did more of, but yeah. there are a couple of panels on Saturday um, at this, there's a screen panel and a thing panel. I would love, love to go do those panels. Um, right. Those, those sing to me, you know, 
So I don't know if I've convinced your wife. Um, but think about all – oh, okay. Here we go. Think about all the cool like restaurants and food and stuff we can research and hit up while we're in Cincinnati. We had fun going and hitting up a couple of really cool restaurants last time. We can yeah. do it again this time. So – we're going to, uh, you know what? Yeah, we're going to have to, I've got a, I've got an announcement to make here. I've, re- I've recently gone pescatarian. Ah, uh, you are pescatarian. Started. Okay. Yeah, it was a whole three weeks now. Is this, <laughs> a, temp- is this a temporary thing or a full-time? <laughs> this is a, um, after the holiday cleansing thing. Gotcha. Uh, that so I'm it's doing. not a forever it's, thing. Okay. It's also like, I was like, man, I'm eating a lot of red meat. Yeah, that's um, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I, I want, I've always, I have done, um, vegetarianism before for sure. like stretches the issue is like i can't i could never be i could never do full vegan um because i hate like full vegan like you have to like research every time you want to buy something <laughs> like it just seems like way too much work for me right. um so i i can't do that um but like i like i've one time i went to a uh no i don't want to tell that story because i don't want to like pretend like i'm um putting people off eating meat because I, I would never tell anyone do what you want but it was just yeah. me yeah it's just me like going okay but it was also me going like i have to have something so like i'll keep fish because i think they're kind of dumb <laughs> like, right. i don't really care about i don't really care about fish like a pig a pig is smart a pig is like as smart as a dog sure. smarter sure. so like I, i'm like maybe i could cut that out a little bit but a fish i don't care these fish are dumb i'll eat i'll eat them all the time yeah fair enough so fair enough. anyway so we'll have to research that um and then and then maybe we can uh convince that way yes but, i will eat red meat you eat, you. yes please please do uh, please do yeah <laughs> oh believe me by march 25th 27th i will be eating red meat again as well <laughs> because i will have <laughs> given up on this this fruitless endeavor of mine so excellent um Okay, cool. So that's Horror Hound. All right, real quick, I wanted to um, run a couple. I wanted to tell you a couple stories of my uh, of my please, first couple of weeks do. of 2022 here. Please do. I te- I forgot to tell you this. So I was texting Willie a couple days ago. I texted him a picture of my neighbor, and my neighbor has what looks to be some sort of what would you call it, Willie? I, I sent you a picture. It's kind of like a triangle type thing in their window. Ah, uh, yeah. It's it's very Blair Witch esque. Right. Thank like you. That's, that's what I wooden, think. Wooden symbols that they find in the woods. Yes. 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 So I, I snapped a picture of it because I was very curious. And Willie, Willie is a little bit more knowledgeable of these things. And I just wanted to know what it was. No judgment here. But um, so I don't know. What did you what did you decide on what this was? Did you have an idea? Yeah, some sort of protection, I would think. So here's my thought process, right? And, and yeah. this, this is this is honest, like as, as close as I can get to an explanation. Um, if it wasn't just some like a kid that lives there's kind of like uh, macaroni art they made in school for a project that they're going to hang up for a little while and then maybe discard, which is possible. Yeah. Um, if it's not that, I would think that there's some sort of um, they moved into a new house. Perhaps they have uh, more untraditional, uh, non-traditional religious beliefs, right? Right. Um, uh, maybe something, some sort of uh, uh, pagan type belief system. I don't know all of those different things. I know, you know, uh, there are a, a multitude of them. Perhaps they have put some sort of uh, uh, protective um, symbol up in the window 
as a way to uh, cleanse the house um, because they, they don't know what kind of vibe they're going to get when they move in there, right? Right. Um, that's my thought process. It's some sort of uh, uh, ritualistic symbol that maybe has, has uh, made to uh, ward off bad energy or um, something along those lines. That's my that's my guess. That's my for sure. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for explaining that, putting into words that I could, because sure. once again, no judgment here from no, me. No, I just no. thought it was interesting and I was curious, but as I was texting you, uh, like I forgot to tell you, I, I was texting you about this and I like, I made like a kind of a joke. I don't even remember what it was, but it wasn't mean or anything, but it was, it was kind of a joke about it. And, um, my heart, like I got some of the worst heartburn I've ever had in my life while I was doing it. So it was like, I was like, Oh God, I was like freaking out. And I'm just like, I got to stop this now. I got to stop talking about this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm testing whatever spirits dwell in the, uh, in the ground between us. Yeah. Disparaging their, their, sacred symbols yeah yeah you should probably not do that anymore i and, probably should uh, be talking with you right now about it <laughs> no it's like as i cough uh-oh uh, yeah, right. <laughs> coughing with laughter coughing with joy uh, and then uh the other thing too is so i have to uh, um this is gonna we're about to get uh we're pretty uh raunchy here um maybe not raunchy is the wrong word willie i almost uh i almost shit myself earlier this month i'm gonna oh, tell you no that that sucks. That's not good. So, I mean, it happens so I ran, to the best of us, you know. So I was, uh, I ran a marathon earlier this month. Okay, that and, explains it. <laughs> so normally before, I'm going to let people that add a little personal, normally before a routine, you, you remember the scene in Creed, the first Creed where he gets the gloves on and then all of a sudden he's like, I got to take a shit. Like, I got to go yes. to the bathroom. That's like a thing. Like, that is like, it's not a joke. Like, athletes before like a big game or something will, they have to, it, it's nervousness. It's all sorts of stuff. Like, you have to go to the bathroom. You have to go. Oh, dude. I number- mean, yeah. I mean, I, I know that like, I, you know, I think we've all had the nervous poops before, right? Right. For sure. It's so it's a real deal. So normally I take care of that business before I, uh, I've run a couple marathons. I take, make sure to take care of that business before I go. But the issue this time is you, I, you got to wake up for two at two 30 in the morning for this marathon. And I was up a little later than normal the night before. So I did not have the time to go to the bathroom. Uh, my normal, my normal, normal routine. And I, for the first, um, for the first like 13 miles, I think it was, I felt fine. And then mile 13 kicked in and it was like straight up emergency time. Oh, no. I went, Oh my God, this is not good. <laughs> like I am going to soil myself on the race course. Oh, no. So uh, soil myself on the, uh, on the, uh, grounds of of Disney World, the happiest place on earth. Let's yeah, be honest, that's happened before. <laughs> well, that's the other thing too. So, like, this is a thing too. Marathoners, there are marathoners out there who like to set up personal record where just will just soil themselves. Yeah, <laughs> like they will just like they will wear a diaper and like they'll just they'll just crap their pants. Amazing. I will not. I do not care about this. My whole goal when I do these things is to just. I have two goals now: uh, finish the race and not poop myself. So yeah, right. So, so I ran, like I go, um, I was running with my brother and I go, I gotta, I gotta hit the, I gotta go to this, the next thing you see, like the next porta potty. Cause they always have porta johns lined up on the side of the road. Mm. Um, um, I've, I gotta hit it. So I did, the but then I had who to, don't want to poop their pants <laughs> yes, the people who don't want to poop their pants. And believe me, someone before me didn't want to poop their pants because that the porta potty I went into was oh, no. a, it was like, it was like, it was on the grounds of like 
Friday the 13th, like oh, no. some sort of part of Jonah's oh, no. situation. It was one of the worst experiences of my life. And so like, it was a quick experience and I got out of there and I like ran out of there. I'm like, we gotta get, we gotta get going. We gotta get going. I took care of my business and I did not poop myself. So I'm I wanted to, I went to, I just wanted to bring that up uh, to give myself a pat on the back for a couple of reasons, finishing a marathon and not, uh, uh, letting stuff run down my leg as I did. I'm proud of you. That's great. That's a great story. So That's great. a story of triumph, you know? Thank you. I have the uh, chariots of fire. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Was running through my head as I, uh, as I crossed the finish line. That's perfect. Absolutely perfect. All right. That's, uh, is, is that it for today? Did you want to talk about anything else? Uh, oh, we man, both not Did you let you give Cobra Kai a thumbs up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cobra Kai's fun. Uh, yeah, I, w- I wasn't sure how I felt about it for the first couple episodes. I was like, all right, where are we going? And then by the end, dude, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Loving yeah, it. I got it. It was my favorite one since the first one. But for whatever reason, I think it was because, uh, what's my man's name? Terry Silver. Oh, ter- oh Terry Silver. The best, the best. <laughs> he is the best. Uh, love Terry Silver. Love where they're headed with Terry. He's, uh, he was what I wasn't sure about the first. I'm like, man, I don't know. This feels kind of weird. Where are we going here? Like, like this doesn't yeah. this doesn't feel like the Terry Silver I know, um, and I thought well they've got a plan and they sure did and uh, what a delight can't wait to see uh, what old Terry gets up to in season uh, season five which they already finished shooting so luckily we won't have to wait like be, two years again for it'd be this summer right uh, I believe what so I, yep. yeah awesome awesome so, perfect definitely excited about that <laughs> all right let's get out of here for this tiny terror all right. uh, we will we will see it we will see you next time everybody thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.